Welcome to the Unbusy Your Life podcast, where each week you will learn the tips, tools, strategies, and mindset of productivity. This isn't time management. This is personal management because the solution to your scheduling, time, and productivity issues is you and how you show up in your time. Hi, I'm Neil Williams, life coach and productivity expert, and I am going to help you become the best you in your 24 hours so you can get all the things done and live the exact life you want. Get ready to unbusy your life. Welcome to episode number 38 of the Unbusy Your Life podcast. I'm so excited to be here with you today. This episode is a result of work that I've actually been doing on myself and that I'm now seeing in my clients and even in my husband and my son. And I think the reason I'm seeing it is because I've done the work on myself already. And this is really how it works as a coach, I think, and why it's so important if you hire a coach to hire one that does the work on herself, that coaches herself or himself and gets their own coaching. I really believe that one of the things that makes a coach a great coach, an amazing masterful coach, is that she has worked through her own obstacles and mindset issues and limiting beliefs. And let me tell you, (laughs) I have done it all. I've done the mindset work to stop over drinking, to stop overworking, to stop overworking out. Yes, that's a thing. Overeating on relationships, on money, on time, on self-confidence, on healing my relationship with my past and on entrepreneuring. So it's so easy for me to relate to the things my clients bring to me. And I know how to coach on them because I've already coached myself through them. Now, this next thing that I've been working on is believing in the process whenever I start something new. I'm changing my business model right now from one-on-one coaching to group coaching. And of course, this requires a different set of skills, a different set of sales and marketing skills, but it also requires a different set of mindset skills, right? A different way of thinking. And I've had to coach myself from the it's not working to it's working so that I can make it work. And I've also seen it in my clients when they're starting something new, whether it's hiring a team, starting a membership, a new sales funnel, investing money on paid traffic and Facebook ads. It's so easy to go into the it's not working at the first or second or even third fail. I also see it in my kiddo who's doing virtual school. The technology is new. The way of submitting assignments is new. The way of learning is new. And there are failures. He said to me the other day, mom, it's really hard day. And he just started crying. (laughs) He said, I feel like my brain is going to pop out of my skull. (laughs) I was like, oh my gosh, buddy, I know exactly what you're talking about. But I didn't try to make him feel better. I listened and I let him feel the feeling of failure because what I know is that this is exactly what he needs to tackle this new way of school and be successful at it. So here's the lesson for today's show. Failure does not mean it's not working. It's actually the opposite. If you're failing, if you're going through the process of failure, it means that you're on track and it's working exactly as it should be. 
So I wanted to, on the show today, dissect that it's working process because it has three main parts, three main phases. And as I describe them to you, you will get to learn where you are in the process. If you're in the middle of doing something new or something different, and hopefully this understanding of the three phases will allow you to gain some traction and give you the fuel to keep going. And I'm going to describe the three phases with two different examples that I think most of you listening to the show today will probably relate to. Here's what is true. The ultimate fail is to quit. And I want to help you not do that. I want to help you see that there's an actual, it's working process and see where you are in the process so that you can see that you're exactly where you're supposed to be and that it is working. Okay. So phase number one of the, it's working process. And I want to make sure you understand that that this is a process. The process of making something work has three different parts, okay? The phase number one, I call it the planning, learning, and excitement phase. Now, in this phase is where you have the new idea and you make the plan to implement. Now, this might be a new product or course or offering, or it might be finally scaling back your work week to the number of hours that you actually want to work. In this phase, you often feel excited about it. And you could see how big it could be for your business, how amazing it could be, how you could create more success. And because of the way that you are thinking in this phase about it, you're feeling excited and motivated and inspired. And typically in this phase, in phase one, there's also a lot of time to the deadline if there is a deadline associated with it. Now, here's one example of this you do a launch for a new course or a program. And so in this part of the phase of making the launch work and the it's working process for the launch, you would plan the launch for maybe 60 or 90 days out. Now your brain is really cool with it at this point and can easily step into possibility and even probability that it will work and be successful. Notice that the important part of this phase is twofold. There's lots of time And it's easy to believe thoughts that make you feel excited or confident or certain about it. This is the phase where you decide on the strategy for the launch, where you make your plan to implement, you put all the people in the right places, you set out maybe your metrics to gauge where you are on track along the way for all the different pieces of your funnel. This is like the warm up for a workout. It's slower pace. It doesn't require as much of you in terms of effort or mental exertion. And it really probably feels easy and fun. And the reason is that there's virtually no way to fail in this phase. That's what I want you to notice about this one. In the planning piece of this, in the idea phase generation of this, the strategy, you're not actually failing. You're setting the strategy and making the plan. And it's probably something you feel confident in. These are not like activities that feel risky or scary, or you're probably not having a lot of self-doubt at this point. So phase one really oftentimes feels pretty good. It's like exciting and fun and energizing and motivating. Now, the second example, besides the launch, I want to give you an example about planning. If we think about applying phase number one to planning and scheduling that process, This would look like sitting down and making your plan for the week. 
scheduling out all your hours so that you're working exactly the number that you want and that you have all the free time that you want. Now, it's fun to do that because you're seeing the possibility of how it will be so amazing to work less. So again, and when you're thinking about applying the it's working process to planning and scheduling your time, this piece is actually pretty risk-free, right? There's no, there's very little self-doubt. You're like, it's just a process. It's just math. I just take my to-do list and I transfer it to my calendar. So phase number one often feels really good. It's the planning and the learning and the exciting phase. And then we begin to transition into phase number two. Now, this is the phase that I call the failure and mental hustle and grind. So I don't believe in hustle and grind in terms of working lots of hours and overworking, but I do believe that the hustle and the grind happens in your mind. And that's where you have to become really strong and resilient to go after big things. This is the phase where we're implementing the plan and the strategy for the thing that's in process. So in my example of the launch, it's where you're doing the pre-launch activities and maybe even the launch activities where you're paying for Facebook ads, you're driving traffic to a webinar or training and you're selling your program or your course or your product. Now, in the planning example, it's where you start to follow through and implement the plan that you made. You get to the thing on your calendar on Monday at 8 a.m. and you don't wanna do the thing that you planned for yourself to do, right? This is the phase where the trouble usually begins. We start to track some metrics and maybe they don't meet our targets. We begin the failure and learning process. And this is uncomfortable, especially for people who always meet their goals or are high achievers and get attached to the outcomes and hitting the targets. Now, in the planning example, you might not get something done in the time block you carved out for it, or something you didn't plan for came up into your world. You begin failing, and this is really the tough part of the process. Now, the failures might start piling up, and here's what happens to your brain. It starts offering you new thoughts, things like, it's not working, it might not work, or I'm doing it wrong. Notice the flavor of these thoughts. They probably create self-doubt or discouragement or disappointment or maybe even fear and uncertainty. Now, these emotions don't feel good. And if you aren't emotionally strong, and by this, what I really mean is you don't know how to process emotion, this phase can end up being misery. It's also because of that, the phase where oftentimes I see clients start to change their goals, to ratchet their goals back, or even quit because they can't handle these feelings. And the thought of it's not working or I'm doing it wrong is so strong, it drives them to quit. Now, the other thing I want to point out is notice the difference in thinking that is prominent in this phase of the process versus what was happening in phase one. Remember in phase one, we had all this thinking about possibility and how amazing it was gonna be and it was gonna be great and we're feeling excited and motivated. And in phase number two, what's happened is there's been some failure 
And our brain has decided to interpret the failure to mean something has gone terribly wrong and it's not working, right? Also in phase number two, time is passing. (laughs) You are having a shorter and shorter amount of time to create your goal and you typically start to feel more pressure because your brain is telling you that as time passes, you aren't as likely to hit your goal. You're failing and you're not making enough progress to get there. Now, in the planning example, this looks like having fewer and fewer days until Friday to get all the things done that you plan to do. And your brain's like, we can't do it. There's no way. This planning thing just doesn't work. But there's a huge misconception about this phase. Most people think that failure means that it's not working, but they're wrong. Failure means that you're doing it right because the fails are teaching you the lessons that you needed to know to create the goal that you wanted. The real key to making it through this phase of the it's working process is to use failure as your ally, to start asking yourself the question, what did I learn from this that I didn't know, but I needed to know to create my ultimate success? Now, the only difference between someone who gets to success and someone who doesn't is whether or not they embraced the fails and learned what they needed and took those lessons with them on their way to success. The faster you fail, the faster you get to success. We should all be trying to fail at new things as quickly as possible because that's the process of creating the learning that we needed to get us to where we want to be. In this phase, you have to be mentally and emotionally strong to hustle and grind. And I don't mean in the number of hours that you're working. What I really mean is in the way of managing your mind and processing all the emotions of the failures and the learning process so that you can make it through to the other side. It was really easy to believe in your goal in phase number one or to believe in the schedule that you set out was the exact schedule that was gonna work for you. It didn't require any work on your part. The work is to believe it's done in phase two where there are fails and there's time passing. This combination of failure and time passing is usually what crumbles people. I had a client come to a session recently and tell me that they wanted to change the date of their launch. And when I explored with them the reason why, it was because they didn't think they had enough time to get all the things done that they wanted to do to do the launch. So I said, absolutely, totally on board, change the date of the launch. But here's what I want you to notice when you do this. Your thinking is going to change because the deadline changed. Automatically, your brain is going to feel more relaxed with a longer time frame. It's just the way that our human brain operates. But that thinking that you're having right now is going to come back and we will need to address it at some point. So we can do that now or we can wait till it comes up for you in the new launch date. I think what's amazing about these kinds of situations is that we learn so much about our brains and the thinking that is driving our actions if we allow ourselves to learn the lessons. In the planning example, this is why I have my clients do an hour at the end of each week to evaluate their schedule. What worked? What didn't work? 
What do we need to change next week? This is where you crystallize the learning from the fails and you take it with you into the planning phase for next week. Now, notice in the planning example, we're having more frequent going through the it's working process. We're doing it weekly versus in the launch. This is kind of like a longer it's working process. That might be a 60 or 90 days, but it's the same exact process. You plan, you have a phase where you're super excited about the plan. Then you start implementing the plan, you fail, and then your brain can go off the rails, right? And you feel all the feelings, The question is, how do you handle yourself and the thinking your brain offers you on default and the feelings that you have in phase two? Phase two is where success is either created or not. And here's what I want you to know. Time does not create your success. You do. And you do this by digesting the lessons that failure is teaching you along the way. Too many people give into the belief that it's not working and then they stall out and they quit in this phase. And of course, quitting is the real fail because you will never get to where you want to go if you quit. Or here's what else I see happening. They start and then they stop. They start and then they quit, start and quit this process. So it takes way more time for them to actually get there than it needs to if they just would have stayed in phase two of allowing the failures and the lessons and digesting the learning, they would have gotten there so much faster. Your reward for sticking with it through phase two, the mental hustle and grind, is phase number three. It's like running the marathon and you keep going mile after mile, slogging through it so that you get to cross the finish line. Phase number three is what I call the it's done phase. In phase three, it's done. You've created your success. You've digested all of the learning from the fails in phase two. You've used that to make adjustments, to change what you're doing so that you could create the success that you wanted. So in the launch example, launch is done. You've created all the sales that you wanted. You've made the money that you've wanted. Everything is complete. And in the planning example, You have created your ideal schedule and you're living within it and it feels amazing because you're working exactly the number of hours that you want and you have time freedom that you want. You have figured out how to create the schedule that allows you to live your best life. Now, here's what's super interesting about phase number three. Most high achievers, it lasts literally a hot second. And then they're on to the next new thing, right? We usually don't even take any time to revel in our own success. So if you're going after the next thing only to get to phase three of the it's working process, you are robbing yourself of the experience of the journey. And then we really just get to let phase three be the cherry on the top because feeling accomplished and proud does feel good, but you can also feel that in phase two. You could decide to feel proud and accomplished because you're failing and learning. So where are you right now? Which phase are you in on your latest thing? I know you, and I know you probably have something that you're going after, some big goal, some new project, some new product or course. If you are in phase two and it feels terrible, here's what I want to offer to you. You're probably doing right. You are probably doing it right. And it's a hundred percent working. Keep going. 
Do not let the fails and the feeling of disappointment or discouragement stop you. Use it as fuel. Go back to the podcast episode where I talked about negative emotional fuel. See how you can use those negative emotions to keep you going through the failing and learning process, through the mental hustle and grind. Now, if you want more help in building your mental and emotional resiliency, it's one of the topics that I dive really deep into with my clients and my group program. This program is designed to help you work less so that you can live more. In it, we don't just dream about the entrepreneurial lifestyle. We make it your reality. The better you are at managing your mind and your emotions, the less time you waste, which means you get more done in less time. You get to work less and live more. Now, if you think that this might be exactly what you need right now, we are enrolling for the next round. All you need to do is go to my website, neilwilliams.com and click on the let's get started for the next step. Have an amazing, beautiful week, everyone. Go out and fail so that you can learn and be in the it's working process all the way to phase three where it's done. Talk to you next week.